Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Last Give Podcast, and I present to you guys this evening, Flash and Ace. What's up, What's going Thank good you for coming out peoples? for our, our, I think, fifth episode now of the Last Give Podcast. We are excited Four. to have everyone here. We, we got some amazing topics to talk about, and we're ready to rock and roll with you guys. So, I am so excited. For tonight's episode and you all should be yeah too, we're gonna be because we, standard have, we have lots combos. of quarterback controversies and we got so many questions that need to be answered yeah same standard for uh topics of conversation again you know keeping it straightforward nfl nhl nba and college football starting this weekend actually so that's gonna be something excited to see so we're going to go break through all those games, going to break through the NFL and preseason, some COVID issues going on. We got NHL. There's a good stuff going on there. We've got NBA offseason still. It's going to be an excited episode. Great to have you all with us. Be a friend, tell a friend. Let their friend tell their friend and get it, keep the brand growing. Five, what'd you get with that? Yeah. What we got, I mean – some great stuff. We got some amazing quarterback battles starting out. We got some NBA schedule has been released, and college football has officially is going to be kicking off this weekend. And we got some amazing stuff we want to talk about regarding college football. All right. Also, and the Running Gun Podcast returns. Yeah. Yeah, the Running Gun Podcast starts next week. Or not next week. Tomorrow, actually. My- Podcast tomorrow, me, J Peeps, same time, be there. Once again, we were we would like to thank everybody for coming out for tonight's episode of the Last Game Podcast. And here we go. We have officially kicked off. First on tap, we should. Oh my, my god, we have a lot to talk about. All right, yeah, Monday battles. night football recap. Are you excited? Preseason. Are 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 you excited about our quarterback battles that we got going on? Yeah, Ace. I think we have um. Two real quarterback competitions going on, but I think both of them just ended uh, with recent news in the last 24 hours. And then you have one remaining up in really? Denver. So, so far, I think the New England one, I think the New England one with Cam Newton and Mac Jones, that's going to come down with the reports with um, the Patriots being kind of upset with Newton for missing his uh, uh, daily testing because he's unvaccinated. And they're mad with that, so he's out for five days of practice. So Mac Jones will be getting first-team reps most of this week. So the hope, I think that might actually put Mac Jones in a position where he might be actually able to take that first-week starting position. Uh, New Orleans down in the bayou, I think Jameis Winston just locked up that job straight out because he just assumingly, balled out. He had nine assumingly. It's probably going to be Jameis. He won 9 of 10 again. We, we, we know that, but last night, Sean Payton still refused to name a starter. Like, like, He's keeping Green that? Bay, yes. He, he won't name a starter until it comes closer to week three of the preseason. Everybody knows who the starter is, but we know Sean Payton. We know he likes Taysom Hill a little too much for, all, for our liking. And it's mm-hmm. evident that Jameis is a better quarterback. Not, notice I say quarterback, all right? He could actually sling the ball down the field. And he, and he can actually complete his passes. Taysom Hill, on the other hand, is a turnover machine, right? Taysom Hill is not a quarterback. He can't throw the ball like how Jameis does. If New Orleans runs 
um, has the same offense as they had last year, Jameis is a guy to go with. Yeah, well, Taysom Hill, he also had um, – he almost averaged a fumble a game, so that's, I think, something you have to keep an eye on, especially when he was starting. He had almost two turnovers per game, an interception and a fumble. So I think the the conversation with Jameis was his turnover woes. I think Taysom Hill had that same conversation, which is why it's like – Champagne is being so hesitant on who to announce as his starter because he's trying to also keep the Packers guessing on who that is. So they have to game plan for both of them and not get a two-week head starting game planning solely on Jameis Winston. You really believe it's to have the, uh, the Packers keep guessing? I think the, I think if the Packers were smart, they would already game plan for Jameis because we know Jameis is starting. And unless John Payton does something to completely ruin his reputation with New Orleans – you better roll with Jameis. That's what I'm going to say right now. Good. So right now it's going to be Jameis starting Jameis just because. Guy. Um. Yeah, but it's going to be Jameis that, just because of, that, of um because, the amount of, because of that last preseason game. Nine for ten, two touchdowns. Yes. What I was trying to say is that they have tight end injuries. Their first, start, their starter and their third string tight end both went out with injuries in the last game. And now they're very depleted in that position. So Taysom Hill is going to go back to probably his joker role. That they have no other options there at tight end. for, And their wide receiver core is already exactly. depleted with only guys. Yeah, but you weren't talking about that. Well, I haven't got to there yet. Anyways. Oh, yeah. Um, you can go on. Come on, uh, you I'm got Trey Lance and Jimmy G. Anyway, Kyle Shanahan will. Trey Lance and Jimmy G. Kyle Shanahan it says he isn't picking a quarterback right now. Trey Lance, I thought was pretty was um not exceptional, but he was pretty impressive to say the least. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo is still being efficient in that San Francisco offense does make it hard for Trey Lance to see the field sooner than later. So I think that um, one, I still think Jimmy G is going to be the week one starter. Andy Dolan will start yeah, week think, one, but Justin Fields is going to be a starter by probably week three. And we already touched base on Cam Newton and Mac Jones. So, Flash, do you got any other thoughts you got for the quarterback? Unless you want to talk Teddy um, Bridgewater and Drew Locke. I, I, as, doing as of right now, I think, I, think, I think Justin Fields might actually be starting over Andy Dalton eventually. But the way how Andy Dalton's been playing, Say. I, I, I just – I mean, I know it's official, but, like, it's been evident that Justin Fields is clearly outplaying this guy, and uh, mm-hmm. like, well, that must this is be the same head coach that this is the same head coach that was playing hot potato with this quarterback, Lyle Foles and Mitch Trubisky. So I have no faith the right decision to start well, Justin Fields. We shall see. I mean, it might be like mid-season at this rate. Um, is what people are going to be expecting with like Mac Jones and Cam Newton. I think Cam Newton is – I'm not actually too sure what's going on in New England. If Matt Jones started week one, Cam time in New England might be running out faster than we think. You must consider that. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater or Drew Locke, who you got? I just asked you that. I said I'll probably take Teddy Bridgewater because of his stability probably... at the position. But if they're going upside, they'll take Drew Locke. Because both of them uh, have been I'm playing pretty to... well, but – Teddy was more efficient, but Drew had better I, big I, plays. I, I, I honestly, um, I think Teddy might actually start if they keep this up. I mean, but, Drew Drew Lock has been all right, but Teddy's been more stable. But I mean, it is very mm-hmm. hard to take Lock out of his starting position too. So Teddy's got to impress a lot of people. So we shall see. That one's going to be time and time again, and we. And we just got to wait and see. On to the next. All right, Dak then. Prescott is out of the, the preseason. And also, Dak Prescott is going to be having this injury lingering with him for all season. Ace, do you think he should play shoulder out of the season? Play. It's not a question about that. It's a shoulder injury he suffered in training camp. That's going to probably keep him hampered a bit. But he, like, he won in pregame uh, throws in his warm-ups when he was down in um, – was it not Arizona they played? Whoever they played last week. 
in the preseason, it's not pretty memorable. So oh, yeah. whatever, it's because oh, preseason, yeah. but whatever. But I did want to touch base with uh, Jamar Chase, man, once he finish up. Hey, man. I, I do think – um, I, oh, my God. I do think that that Dak Prescott should actually eventually play this season. I mean, oh, he's gonna he's fool. He better man. play week one. He is that man of the Cowboys. I mean, Andrew Dak Prescott is better than whatever quarterback they have right now in their stable. Thank you, Captain Obvious. We Thank saw that you, last season. Captain Obvious. Well, we know that because, I mean, Andy Dalton. I mean, we already know how bad Andy Dalton was, and we're gonna see it again with the Chicago Bears. Moving on. Uh. Titans head, Titans head coach Mike Vrabel has Vrabel. tested positive. I said Vrabel. Mm-hmm. Has, has tested positive for COVID nineteen. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I have to say, I say Mike Vrabel. Come on. Anyways, this COVID nineteen is very serious, ladies and gentlemen. It must be taken very seriously. Because people are catching it left and right. And that's also <laughs> I think the Bucks uh, kicker, he was fully vaccinated. He got it. The, the t- yes, that is also correct. Also, that's also going to hamper on the, on the Tyson's play calling ability and everything. So, ladies and gentlemen, yes. if you're playing on our team and everything, please get vaccinated and please wear your mask, especially as it's Delta variant. It's up. I mean, the you're, vaccination you're ain't doing that much. We're going to do a disservice to our teammates as... I forgot who said it. No. Peeps, peeps, who said that you're not a winner if you don't want to get vaccinated for your team? Who said that? Well, I mean, the guys are getting vaccinated and they're still getting it. Look at the Bucks kicker. He was fully vaccinated. He still got it. Um, yes, a guy, true, I think, in Arizona, but offensive but lineman. But he had it and he was vac- Way less worse. Ace. This time, regardless. If anything, they need to bring back the daily testing and get vaccinated. That's the best way for them. That is the best way. Because right now, the vaccinated players are getting tested once every two weeks. And that's how some of these cases are slipping through the cracks. Because people are assuming that if you get fully vaccinated, you're going to be 100% covered. No, you're still going to catch the virus. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You got to take your precautions still. Just, just because Uncle Joe Biden decides to tell you to wear, to, that you're 100, that you're safe from the coronavirus, which has been proven lots of times, it is not. And no, I'm not trying to get into politics, ladies and gentlemen. You're not 100% safe from the vaccination, all right? Moving on, Jamar Chase keeps on dropping. He's going to be dropping... His balls, and he's gonna be dropping his relevancy in the NFL. I know he's just a rookie, but should we be concerned? Uh, if it's been going on in practice and preseason slightly, but then, um, JP's was bringing up something or uh, Sunday and during our uh, pre meeting or whatever you want to call it, he did say uh, Jerry Rice. He had a lot of drops his rookie season. Look how he ended up being the greatest wide receiver all the time. So I mean. I don't know if it's just my fantasy curse right now with um people getting injured or having a bad career because I drafted both. It's definitely yeah, him and Dak. I, I drafted both Prescott and Chase, so a skill already. So whatever. All right, last I'm but not, not too, least, too have you have you guys been seeing social media and like what's been going on and training camps and those preseason games with fans? People are mm-hmm. loving to throw hands left and right, up and down. We have seen that one case with Antonio Brown and that Titans DB. We have seen the other case with the with this one lady in Los Angeles. Yeah, no, the no, fan. No, no. We're, we're not even talking. Uh, the one in I was the Rams. The Los Angeles Rams lady, she was through the coke and she, she caused a bunch of guys got hurt and beat up. And then, of course, the lady in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And there's some other cases we did not get to talk about. It, it, it's such All a right, shame that people left and... Hey, one yeah. second, one second. It's been such a shame right, that people for... are... It's been such a shame that people are fighting left and right over this. 
when we got after post I, post lockdown. It's, uh, it's just yeah. a shame. Came back to society and they forgot to, how to act. All right, with the NHL, we got the release of the NHL 22 cover, and Austin Matthews is on the cover yet again. If you remember, he was on the cover for NHL 20 uh, two years ago, so now he's been on it two out of the last three years, while some players in the NHL haven't got recognition like that before these days. I don't know if it's because they're trying to appease to the younger audience and not the real actual hockey fans. Because if you watch hockey, you know, no offense to Austin Matthews, he won the Ricard, uh, Rocket Ricard for the most goals this season. But he blew a 3-1 lead in the playoffs. He did not show up in the playoffs, period, when his team lost three, blew a 3-1 lead against the Montreal Canadiens, who were the 18th seed in the NHL. That, I don't see how that earns you a cover, a, be a cover athlete. While, like, in NFL, you got guys like Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady, who have actually won in their careers. Well, you got Austin Matthews, who's blown the leads twice. <laughs> Actually, when I'm thinking about it, he's blown leads on both years. He's made the cover. And you have, like, guys like Nathan McKinnon, who he's blown leads, but actually he's won a playoff series. or made a cover. You got guys like Nikita Kucherov, Andre Vasilevsky, they made a cover. So I was like, come on, NHL, be some more balanced and actually have some winners on the cover. I mean, let me tell you this. I think... EA needs to get this their stuff straight. If you have a guy that's been on the cover two out of three years and he's notorious for blowing leads, I think he should not be on the cover. It's just simple as that. I know, Captain Obvious, but I mean, come on. We're actually having a debate mm-hmm. about this. It's, 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 yeah, it's really it's, sad, you know? It, it's, it's very sad. I mean, you don't see that with NBA players as much, and you definitely don't see it in the NFL, all right? You don't see Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. getting the crap. Well, he did. You, he did get well, the last I, year cover he, he after did, getting his butt beaten off by the Titans. But guess, but guess what? Lamar Jackson still played his played well. That's the thing. Yeah, he won the MVP, and he actually did win a playoff game this past exactly. season. So hopefully, he maybe has, has, Austin Matthews has a Lamar Jackson has, type season, and he actually wins in the playoffs. Anyways, on, on to the next. We are going to be talking about Islanders or Rangers. Who do you think is going to have more wins next season? Um, That's actually a tough question. On the surface, I'd say the Islanders. But then when I'm thinking harder about it, I might actually go with the Rangers, even though they're going to have a new coach and a new bench and front office or whatever you want to call it. Whole new management in the Rangers. I still, th- I, I think they might actually have more wins this season. But the Islanders will go far, farther in the playoffs solely because of the lack of depth, the lack of depth inside the New York Islanders team because they lost a lot of their quality veterans last this offseason. So I think that's going to have a big I part can, while the Rangers I are going to be healthier that. and former number one overall pick Alex Lafreniere is going to have a season under his belt. So he'll be, him and Panarin still going to be good. So I think Rangers have I a think, bright future, I and think, I think this year they make another step. It might, be, it might be too soon for the for the Rangers, honestly. They may have. Nah, they had actually more also. wins than the Canadians. You know that, right? It was just the division they were in. They had more wins and points than the Canadians. That makes a lot of sense because that division that with that New York teams and all that is a very tough division. But I still yeah, think yeah, the teams, Islanders. Yeah. The, I, I still think the Islanders might have more wins. I think only the because Islanders I just playoff team than regular season team. That's I why I say Islanders, that. I, I, Islanders are well, without a doubt. I mean, you cannot count against Barry Trotz like that, all right? And Matthew Barzell mm-hmm. and those boys. You, you cannot count against yeah. those guys. So I do think that I do think that um, the Islanders may. I th- I just feel like they'll have more wins versus the Rangers. I just believe in Barry Trotz more. That's just the only reason why. Mm-hmm. Islanders are having a new stadium. They cannot. They, they cannot lose to a crosstown rival like that. I mean, but, I Eric, definitely. Well, me, could, me, I could definitely see them being over. Over, over the Rangers. For, they'll get deeper in, in the playoffs than the Rangers for sure. Oh yeah, because, but I did want to add a little tidbit I, I just, on what you said. I because I, I do. 
because I still only see the Islanders as the only main threat to Tampa Bay as of now. Uh, okay, about that, whatever. Um, if the Islanders go out and they get Vladimir Tarasenko, if he's fully healthy, I think that that answers that question flat out. But then you got like the guy like Jack Eichel, who's unhappy in his situation in Buffalo. And he's been commonly linked to New York Rangers, who probably actually, they kind of need a number one center to make that team a real like powerhouse. And then you have the Islanders who have to start the season on a 13 game road trip because they're waiting for their stadium to be completed. So you have to take that into account if they get off to a little rust start. They might not have as good of a regular season as the Rangers, but they'll still, they'll still, they'll still be ready to rock and roll in the playoffs. About the, about the the road trip. I just completely forgot about it. So that's all right. If you want to move on to, um, one of the great Ranger players ever, in my opinion, the King, who was commonly known as during his time with the Rangers, Henrik Lundqvist. He announced his retirement this past week. That is a very painful day. I mean, we have seen that man yeah. make some incredible saves from time and time again. That's probably like, like back in 2015, 2016, I thought he was the hardest goalie to get through the, for the Stanley Cup that, during those years. So. Lundqvist is definitely the real deal, and well, happy retirement, Hen- Henrik Lundqvist. Yeah, well, it was kind of a forced retirement in my opinion because he had the heart inflammation, which is why he didn't play with the Capitals last season. And one thing I did want to say, it kind of broke my thing when he um, he didn't exactly ever win a Stanley Cup in his career, so I thought he, he's a uh, winning, I don't want to say winning this goalie, over the last like two decades, but he is, and he's never won a Stanley James Cup, Dolan, which kind of hurts. Doing, buddy? James Dolan, yeah. what you doing? I don't think it's exactly James Dolan's make the Stanley Cup two uh five years in twenty ten. I know. I was just making a, I was making a James Dolan joke. Yeah, because uh, my bad. James Dolan, James Dolan, you know James Dolan. Knicks fans will tell mm, you about James yeah. Dolan. And other, right. I mean, if you want to go to other goalie news. You say Soros from the Nashville Predators. He just got the bag in the light of Pecorine's retirement. Another great goalie who's going off into the um, retirement. So, but the Rangers. Who, 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 who the Predators I mean, the signed? Predators. Who the, who, you who say the Soros, the goalie. You say dude had a great mustache. So, if you see him, great mustache. You say so. well, Soros. Yeah, be he he was good last season. Him. Oh, nice. Yeah. We'll, we'll he wanted to almost like a lot more. Yeah. He wanted to God mode in that second half of the season last year, which is a big part of why Nashville went from the gutters of the uh, Central Division all the way into the playoffs. And he did play pretty well, I thought. He gave all, he won two games against the Carolina Hurricanes, who were the uh, the division winners at the, this past season. So, I mean, what's the Predators as they're Core is getting older, but they still locked up a promising young goalie. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for this season. Who do you think is going to break out the most this season? We already mentioned the Islanders, but I'm hearing that you have some other other teams that you want to look at or any players for this Well, I mean, season? we already saw Kaprizov, if he does stay in Minnesota instead of uh, – because he has a contract in place to go back to the KHL. If he stays, I think he's going to be a all-star for sure this year. You have um, guys who are ready to take another step. Alex Dabrinkit, he's he hasn't been getting a lot of uh, headlines. I know he had like 40 goals this past season. Watch out for him in Chicago. I'm talking about him. So, I mean, those two are my guys to look at. You have Ross Colton. He's going to get a bigger role with the Lightning. Oh, yeah, Ross Colton. Colton. Ah, man, what's wrong with me tonight? Yeah, already had the Stanley Cup game-winning goal. That's more than yes. most players have in their career. Um, that is a massive deal for any players. I, mm-hmm. I th- Ross Colton is definitely up next. I feel like the Lightning has another up next player also coming up. Well, yeah, if it, uh, in my book, I I would say it's Alex Barabaway. He he's been lighting up the AHL. He's kind of. He's an undersized forward who could score a lot of goals and a lot of points. He's kind of like a Tower Johnson almost. So if they have a top six opening this year, he might he he will slide perfectly into that. 
think they're going to have it this year. So he might stay in the AHL another season until a guy like Kalorn's contract are up. And then he'll slide into that top six role. And he's going to just dominate, I feel. It's just a matter of time. And then you have heard me mention before the Chicago Blackhawks are going to make a leap this season for sure. Yeah, I already said with the Brinkett. Oh, yeah. No, like the team overall is going to make. Oh, yeah. 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 Totally. I I agree with that. I just don't know if they're going to be Stanley Cup contenders. They'll be playoff contenders, but I don't know about Stanley Cup contenders. We're we're talking about Flurry, sir. Well, Flurry, yeah, but he's like. If you have a goalie that could shut games down and stuff, you, you, we got to wait and see for the season. I think the season will tell the tale about McAndre Fleury. And we also have some sad news. So the first player in Rangers history to have a jersey retire, Rod Gilbert, has died. Rest in peace, Rod Gilbert. Mm-hmm. Such an incredible feat. For such a legendary franchise, would you agree, Ace? Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, this actually, he, he was probably a great player. This is way, way, way before my time, so I never, never saw him play or whatever. But from the way I was hearing people talk about him, I assume he was a great guy and a great player. And actually, I think this is the first episode we've talked so much about the Rangers, it felt like. <laughs> Are we Rangers fans? And also, nah. this is the first time that, that we're actually talking about like a like a guy from past times. Like I know we tend to do that. In, yeah. And the other uh, past, like, past, and the mm-hmm. and the uh, the running gun podcast, which which ladies and gentlemen, if you did not hear, we're coming back tomorrow. Me and Jay Peeps will be running the show, and we also have a guest. Is that correct, Jay Peeps? Jay Peeps, correct. we have a guest, correct? That is correct. I think special guest, very special guest. You all will be very excited to see our guest tomorrow on our first episode of the Running Gun Podcast Season 2. Anyways, NBA. The official NBA schedule has been released, and we are going to be talking about games for like the major days, such as opening night and Christmas Day. Starting off the first game back for NBA basketball in the regular season, we have the Brooklyn Nets taking on the defending champions, the Milwaukee Buccaneers. Ace, how do you feel about that? Do you think that's Denise, a good, great match? You just got you, you. You just said the Milwaukee Buccaneers. Sorry, but yeah, it's gonna be no, a, I said, a little bit. No, 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 no. I said Milwaukee Bucks. All right, I don't know if the. Hey, 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 going hey, on, like hey, 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 Two championships, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Tampa Bay Bucks, if you want to call them, and the Milwaukee Bucks. I'll give you a break on that. But yeah, uh, let's go back on the topic with the Nets and the Bucks. That's going to be an interesting game. We have a game seven repeat, sorry, second round series repeat of KD's foot's like, what, a foot, uh, like three inches behind. It's a net conference final, not Milwaukee. So that's going to be a fun game. We got any other games? Oh, yeah. I'm- I'm excited. Lakers that Warriors. I think that's that, that's that's that would be a great first game back. Lakers Warriors, the California rivalry. If you ask me, it's probably the bigger rivalry than the uh, the Lakers and Clippers. If you want my honest opinion, mm-hmm. no disrespect to the Los Angeles Clippers, but Lakers and Warriors, I see a lot more animosity em- em- between those fan bases over time. So let's see. Um, Russell Westbrook with with the Lakers along with Carmelo Anthony's Malik Monks and a whole bunch of other guys. That would be very exciting to watch. And the Warriors, I would be very excited to see Steph Curry back at it, Draymond Green, and hopefully, oh wait, Clay Thompson. Clay's not coming back till Christmas. Yeah, I just noticed. I didn't want to say the Warriors and the Lakers are a, a main rivalry because. 
in recent times, they haven't been very good at the exact same time. Like, the Warriors were good for a stretch, and then the Lakers, while the Lakers were bad, and was vice versa back in the 2000s. So, I wouldn't say they're a rivalry in the past, but this season, I think it's, it's going to be it's one. It's going to explode. It's going mm-hmm. to be very good. You cannot, yeah. you cannot undermine them, and I'm glad they are an opening night game. Mavericks and Hawks, Luka versus Trey Young. That is also another exciting matchup. Not exactly an opening night, but it'll be opening week, October mm-hmm. October 21st. I think that would also be a great matchup. Badman Trey versus versus Luka Doncic, the NBA future golden boy, if you want my honest opinion. What do you think, Ace? Uh, I, think, I think that's going to be an exciting game. I'm surprised no one's ever called him cold-blooded Luka because he has been cold-blooded at times. But some of those circus shots this man's been hitting. Yeah, I I think he's cold-blooded. He should be cold-blooded. Let me ask you that. Between between Trey Young and Luka Doncic, who do you think I, I is take more Luka. cold-blooded? I, you think Luka is more cold than, than Trey Young? We're just because about the of the amount of crazy shots. The crazy shots that win games. That That's why I give it to Luka. What? Honestly, recently I might have to give it a bit more to Trey Young. That man silenced Madison Square Garden. All right, he silenced yeah, Madison Square Knicks. Garden. He put. It doesn't matter. Like that fan base, like he was being a bad man with those fans over there. All right, he was. Luca was so averaging why, forty against the Clippers with Kawhi and Paul George. Yeah, so guess seven what? games. Trey Young took out. Trey Young took out the number took one seed the in Knicks. the East, VJ. Yeah, because Ben Simmons wouldn't shoot. Yeah, Ben Simmons wouldn't shoot. Exposed him, and guess what? He also gave hell to the Milwaukee Bucks as well. So, well, he didn't play much of that series. He got hurt because of the ref, which was sad. That that is very true, but I I I do think you are undermining Trey Young a tad bit. But I'm not undermining him. I said we've been more cold blooded. I don't know. This is why this is why we have games like these coming on, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Up next on, on our list, we have the Lakers versus Suns on October twenty second. Russell Westbrook versus Chris Paul. That is a great point guard matchup and a great point guard rivalry. If you if you want to, between their fans, I know that Russell Westbrook and Chris Paul are great friends, along with LeBron James and Chris Paul. But when it comes to their fans, they hate each other to shit. Oh wait, I shouldn't be saying that. Anyways, <laughs> I I am excited for that matchup as well. We'll, we'll get to see the veteran Lakers versus the young and upcoming. upcoming well, they're not upcoming Lakers. anymore. They're no longer upcoming. They are. They have arrived. The Phoenix Suns have arrived. So I don't. I don't think we can call them upcoming anymore because they did make the still, NBA final. They're, they're still a young team though versus the Lakers. Yeah, I mean. If you're but gonna call them upcoming, that means they can go even higher. So I'll take that. I'll be fine with that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They have not reached their peak. Come on. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's a great matchup. Devin Booker. Let, let's see what he does. Um, do you think Chris Paul is going to take a step back? Oh no. How about I, LeBron? I, got, I, I I can't tell you what how if they're going to take a step back because age affects everybody differently. Father time, you know. He could just sneak up on somebody like that, so you, you can't you can't really say who's gonna um take a step back and who's not. Cause both of them take right. care of their bodies really well, so it's it's gonna be hard. All right, but I mean, so if you want to get to the Christmas, Christmas Day, those are gonna be fun. Yes, that's what I was about to do. Christmas Day schedule number one. If you ask me, I think the Hawks versus Knicks, obviously, because of what Trey Young has did to the New York Knicks fans. And <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to laugh a little bit because you've been seeing the videos about Knicks fans just trying to just absolutely try to make fun of Trey Young and all that, especially that one with the Hennessy Spider-Man video that's all over the internet. And you see Trey Young like just bad-mouthing Knicks fans right in front of their faces. I mean... I think that will be fun to watch for Christmas Day. I think that's a real Christmas present there. Um, Lakers versus Nets. That is also an amazing Christmas Day present from, given from the NBA gods as well. If we everybody's healthy, see, it'll be a great game. 
We get to see King Kong versus Godzilla game, essentially. Well, I mean, that that movie, uh, Godzilla beat the crap out of King Kong. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know if that's a good analogy at this point in time. But, um... Maybe not. Maybe insulted him a little bit. <laughs> I'm just saying what the movie was, bro. Um, I'm pretty sure Kong yeah, watched, like, all the fights he had with Godzilla. So, I mean... I don't know if you want to do that, but it is going to be a, maybe a potential NBA Finals preview. And if everybody's healthy, it will be it, like. It, it better be the NBA fight. Finals preview. Because if one of those teams did not make the finals, we would be having a serious conversation about that. Moving on Warriors versus Suns. That, that is also another great matchup. We're expecting to see Clay Thompson be back by then. That should give the Suns some hell. And then the. Ma- Oh, wait a second. And then the Mavericks versus... Yeah. No, it's Mavericks versus Jazz. I think the Warriors... Son- yeah, Mavericks versus Maver- Jazz Maver- is the... Um- Luke, Luka, Doncic, Luka Doncic versus Donovan Mitchell. Both of them are cold-blooded players. That would also be an extremely underrated matchup mm-hmm. for a second. But it's going to be but, a um, great matchup. Flash, Flash I know she never said the MVP... I noticed he didn't mention the MVP. He got snubbed from Christmas. And all those games we listed, I never heard. Shame on the I, I know. That, that is just Adam Silver just showing love to the bigger markets as mm-hmm. who he deems superstar worthy. Because guess what? Nikola Jokic is a superstar, and he's a league MVP. You should not disrespect a man like that. I said what I had to say. Yep. And, and you want all, what yeah, else is I totally agree with whatever you said. Yeah, the Pelicans having what? 15 national TV games and the Magic having zero as a Magic fan. I find that extremely offensive. Come on, at least make him like 7-7 seven and seven or something. Or at least like 10-5 and five even. Just five national TV televised games. I don't... NBA, I mean, they have four fair, NBA the TV games. The Washington, Those don't care. The Washington Those only, have, only have two um, nationally televised games, all right? And that's a team featuring Bradley Beal. Which, yep. who so, I mean, it's just the NBA so. messing I, I, with I, I small markets think, again. Yes, indeed. Because I do think that... Oh, my God. I do think that the Magic should have at least two games. Zion Williamson, I mean... I mean, I guess he's going to generate views, but, I mean... Hey, at we, least the Grizzlies we, have seven. I think John Moran, Moran should have more games... On national television, did Zion Williamson, yeah. and that yeah, that might He's be a hot take. To some, in the league. But nah, I think the no, Grizzlies no are a way take. better team. Grizzlies yeah. are a way better team than the Pelicans. And they they made the playoffs. More... Exactly, my point. And the Grizzlies are just going up. That's an actual up and coming team, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. And last but not Keep least, your eye out for them. We, we need to talk about Ray Allen. He's decided to pick up a coaching gig for prep. To, to coach his son's basketball team. That's something Which prep I school? think. Go over prep, prep and where? Miami go over prep. All right. And Anthony Edwards. I see that man put Anthony Edwards is putting in work. I think he might actually be a great superstar coming up in the league. I think Keep he's going to be better Edwards. than LaMelo. He might actually be the real deal. I think he's going to be whoa, better than LaMelo. I think he's going to be more athletic than Lamelo. But I don't, I don't know about better than Lamelo yet. Anyways, bouncing off of that, we are going to be launching into college football season, which is officially kicks off this weekend. Main games that we want to look at are for us at Penalty Talk is going to be UCLA versus Hawaii and Nebraska versus Illinois, and we also JP. So I'm correct on Grambling State. Is that correct versus who? Not Grambling, that's next weekend, but you've got the Alcorn State Braves against the North Carolina Central Eagles. It's the MEAC SWAC Challenge this weekend. We'll talk more about it on the Running Gun Podcast tomorrow. Yes, sir. And also, guess what? College college teams in the South are – well, actually, college teams in a nutshell are requiring vaccination proof for you to show up games. And it – for definitely both Oregon and LSU. LSU, on the other hand, 
you just need to just make sure you have a negative test for for the COVID nineteen for you to get in. Let's give them a round of applause to those teams because they are taking necessary steps to ensure the safety of others. Well, um, I have some um, news that broke today that if you want we could talk about later on. Just remind me to tell you about it. Honestly, it has to do with college football. What's... Is it hot news or no? I don't know. It's the um, I know they were talking about the a ACC Big Ten Pac-12 alliance or whatever. It became official. So I don't know it's if you official? want to talk about that or whatever. That's that's JP Zinchuski that too Let's today. Talk about it. it was um, yeah. I saw. Um, this is from ESPN. It was um, Adam Rittenberg. He said um, some uh, Pac-12 commissioner was saying history of the alliance announced today between the Pac-12, ACC, and Big 12 is grounded in commitment to our student athletes. We believe that collaborating together, are, we are stronger in our commitment, addressing the broad issues and opportunities facing college uh, athletics. So, I mean, there's no immediate or direct impact on college football, but it's going to happen, I guess, in the future. Like, it'll be more official. If you want to say, where it affects like the actual scheduling and divisions and whatnot, but so I mean, what's your thoughts on, on that, guys? Especially, especially with scheduling and stuff, I think we might be seeing a lot more cross traveling. Yeah, like like cross nation traveling, we'll be seeing a lot more of that. I think that that might actually be very good. Have tougher schedules for those teams. Now we need just need the American to hop in on that too. I don't know why the American has not hopped in on that if they want to be upgraded in their legitimacy, but they should definitely consider it. American American Athletic Conference, I'm looking at you. Get it done. Um, you take let's, give, the, let's give a kind of wah, joke wah, to wah. begin with. What's up? No, I said you take anything they seriously because they're kind of a joke to begin with. No, no one takes it seriously. Any, only since So I mean, all right. So, sometimes they can Let's give a questionable wah, 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 things. To 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 Nebraska Scott Frost because he has got caught oh, yeah. for cheating. <laughs> Such shame, Scott Frost. I thought you were a great coach. At UCF, but now that you get caught cheating, that's shame on you. I thought you're supposed to try to keep your keeps in these bigger conferences and the Big Twelve and those bigger conferences, but you let me down, Scott Frost. You definitely let me down. Mm-hmm. Migos. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah. No, no, no. It's fine. Yeah. We can talk about Migos. Oh no, I was just saying. Um... Scott Frost, I mean, you were good in UCF, but like, really, you're that desperate? You had to go uh, break some vi- uh, protocols for the NCAA? Come on now. <laughs> but we yeah, also go get on. We're on to Migos. Migos. Up, ladies and gentlemen, they are going to be turning up the college game day show this weekend. Make sure you watch it on ESPN. That is some great stuff that's going to be happening. I'm trying to make it. Yeah, and also season. we have. Um, we got the great week course, so he's going back with college game day, I think, too, right? Yes, that is correct. So he is going to be another on, great the on the set, ladies and gentlemen. So mm-hmm. we will see them all together in one piece. My question is, when are we going to see Tim Tebow on SEC Network? How soon is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I won't be surprising if it's not sooner than later. I mean, he is you know, I, 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 I think I think he was kind of silly to leave the SEC network to just pursue an opportunity in the NFL because he is because he is really great at what he does for the scene of college football entertainment. Mm-hmm. He's he's totally really good agree. at what he does. I just it, it, it had me when, when he did that. So all right, yeah. So UCLA versus Hawaii, VJ. Who you got? Uh, I'm going to just say Hawaii. I have no idea about either of them, but I'm going to just say Hawaii just because. Uh, are, 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 are you playing with me right now? Mm. 
I, I'm gonna actually have to go on UCLA on this one. It's I think yeah. Well, it's, I assume everybody's taking UCLA, so that's why I just said Hawaii. I, I mean, I mean, it's, it is college football. Crazy things happen, but I do think yeah, I mean that UCLA is a better team. But then guess what? The coach is Chip Kelly, so you never know. Yeah. Well, I mean, Todd Graham, he was what five and four last year, and so that's not that's I guess mediocre or whatever. So, um, he does have a forty six and thirty two record. I'm looking up for her, uh in his career, the head coach of Hawaii. So, I mean, he has proven he's a winner. So I mean, you never know. You just come out of nowhere and just beat UCLA. So. So week one, true. crazy all, things always happen. Actually, actually, it was your prediction on Hawaii it might not actually be that bad, to be honest. Oh, actually, according to ESPN it's, win predictor, UCLA has a ninety percent chance of winning. But it's Chip Kelly. You said yourself. Yeah, it's, it's Chip Kelly. <laughs> I don't get no fee. And, and guess what? Hawaii defeated Houston, and in, in the Hawaii Bowl, while Stanford defeated UCLA. So that's so. something to look out at. UCLA is 60, 65 to 32 with five ties, ties in every season opening games. So, and this is, a, this is also UCLA's opening game in two years since, because of, since the COVID pandemic. So mm-hmm. This is something, this is something to look at. This is also the 39th year at the Bros Bowl that UCLA is going to be playing at again. Well, I mean, if you want to talk about some uh, week one stuff, um, you want to talk about Georgia oh, here, and their here. serious issues, injury issues? What, one more fun fact about UCLA, and we'll get on to Georgia. Oh. All right. Okay. So, UCLA has failed to make a bowl game in the last three years, all right? Last time that's how that has happened is in 1974. That's, mm-hmm. that's kind of tough. Chef Kelly, we got eyes on you, buddy. You are going to be on our watch list, Lee. All right. Now, on the Georgia Bulldogs, what's up with them? Four starters out, injuries? I mean, that's not um very favorable, especially when they have a week one game against, you know, Clemson. Even with the new quarterback, I'm- DJ Yorgolele. I mean, that's still not going to be. That's still going to be a hard game for them, especially with key guys missing. There's that only four guys hurt, but I mean, they're, they're big. They're four critical guys. That, that is a big, massive deal when we're talking about a team like Clemson. And everyone knows Clemson is going to push over. I, personally, I got – actually, we can make up game predictions about that next week. I'm going to save my prediction for next week. I'm okay. going to make – Anything. So I'm not gonna say anything regarding that game. But I would. Yeah, you want know let me uh, keep my mouth out of that until next week because that skips us. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Nebraska, Illinois. Who you got? <laughs> we get to see Scott Illinois. Frost. Or, or Scott Frost is suspended. I think I would assume he's suspended. I don't think he is actually. Yeah, guess what, Frost, guess what? Scott Frost is about to get a little this, this, this on 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 national television. That's what's gonna happen. Yep. Gonna get a little whip, whip, whip. So there's yep. my prediction there. Illinois. Lovey Smith is yeah. I have a question for Ace there. Who is Ace picking for the Miak Swack challenge this weekend? <laughs> Okay, it's gonna sound bad, but I have no idea who's playing. <laughs> defend. Well, okay. You want, you want, Defending- you want my- I got I got mixed up with that one and the um the orange blossom one. I mix those two up all the time, so you're gonna have to be more. Alcorn State, North Carolina Central. Uh, Alcorn. Okay. Flash, I don't want your pick right now. We'll they'll they'll we'll find out yours tomorrow night. That's that. That's a great answer, peeps. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Am I saying this correctly? What? Illinois, Illinois is the is the underdog. 
versus Nebraska. Hmm. And Illinois wow. sucks. Yeah, but we're just you taking got, Illinois got, just because well, we're, of we're Scott Frost. We're, 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 we're talking about Nebraska. Well, Illinois may suck, but Nebraska is also not that great either. Let's be honest. Okay, let, let's do this one. UConn versus Fresno State. That's that's that should not be much of a debate. I'm gonna put my money on Fresno State. Southern Utah versus San, San, San Jose State. I would I think San Jose might might catch him. And that is gonna do it for tonight's episode of the Last Gift Podcast. Thank you for coming out, ladies and gentlemen. I think this was a great episode with a lot of fiery mouth mm-hmm. versus versus flash versus ace. If you enjoyed seeing this, it wasn't that fiery. Please, we didn't see no challenge flags. You don't need challenge flags for all the smoke to be blowing in the air, sir. Mm-hmm. But, but it's I just for the think... meeting at that point. <laughs> but if you guys like what you're seeing, please go tell your friends. Tell your friends about us over here at Penalty Talk. I think we have bigger things to achieve in our life, and this is with this show, ladies and gentlemen. So, what do you yeah, think? And, uh, I thought it was a good show. I mean, don't, don't, uh, y'all swack, um, viewers that we have. Don't, don't tell we bash me on, um, not knowing on who's playing in this, swack, uh, MEAC swack challenge because, um, I just literally started, uh, college uh, like I'll, yesterday. I've been kind of busy. <laughs> So, 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 so I'll tell you this. The, the answer is very obvious if you have a hint about what's going on in, in, in that challenge, all right? The answer is very obvious. What's for, the, for the, the uh, I can't say it because that's going to be revealed tomorrow on the Running Gun podcast. Which I, I, I guess I have to tune in. And it's going well, to Flash, be I guess I have to tune in just tomo- like everybody We'll be on going. tomorrow at 8. Hey, you are welcome to show up on that show if you want to come on. Now, nah, what y'all do I that? I'll, I'll just tune yeah. in as a viewer, just like all of these people that view, watch us should view them. Just and give us, we're just dropping teases now. We're getting bigger, we're getting better, just, and we're growing. And be a friend, tell definitely show up for the Running Gun podcast. That is going to do it for tonight, everyone. Thank you for coming out.